And so one of the most sizable stands as you come into InfoSec is Trend Micro, already a well-established name in desktop security. I've been using their products for years. But I've joined James Walker, who's going to talk me through. You've got, you've got a whole mobile product suite, which I'm completely unfamiliar with. So, James, just explain to me, what does Trend do in mobile, and why would I pick your product range over some of the other big names that are also here? Uh, absolutely. So. I think to sort of start it off, we need to consider what the drivers are. So I think consumerization is a word that a lot of people have, have, have heard banded about, um, and it's been driven predominantly via the iOS, the Apple devices, the Android devices, but it's not just a device-based driver, it's also uh, software-driven, the likes of Dropbox and other consumer-grade software solutions driving adoption within the enterprise. And I think it's the first time we've ever seen the IT and the security teams losing control. They, they are losing the ability to dictate what happens and, and it's because of the, you know, the senior directors, executives bringing in their toys and saying, I want this and I want to use it for work. It's going to make my life better. And actually, while you're at it, let everyone else do that because it's going to reduce costs. It's going to make my, my workers more, more productive. Now, because of that, you know, as a company, we're speaking to our customers and we're looking at how do we, how do we develop technology which enables businesses not to say no to consumerization because there are some real benefits to be obtained from embracing consumerization but to do it in a way that is secure and complies to policies that they need as a business it may be from a compliance because of the vertical they're in or regulations but also just from general general common sense about keeping things secure so trend has different groups within the within our um Organizations, We have a consumer focus group, so we develop um, mobile security solutions and management, management solutions for individuals, but we also have a range of uh, solutions for the enterprise. So we have uh, mobile security, mobile device management solutions, which are centrally managed, which will allow a business to adopt a, a bring-your-own-device um, Solution to, or will allow bring your own device within the within the um, organisation, but control both Android and iOS and BlackBerry devices from a single interface. So you can control password enforcement, make sure anti malware is being scanned. Um, if devices get lost, being able to remote wipe them or remote lock them, change passwords, that sort of thing. So the things that businesses need to do to enforce that to ensure that data is secure and the devices are secure. Um, we've also on the other side, moving away from the mobile device, but looking at how do people become more productive when they have multiple devices, is the access to data. So how do I, how do I access data across multiple devices, multiple platforms, um, in a secure way? So we've seen, and speaking to a lot of our enterprise customers, while Dropbox adds a lot of value from a user perspective, and it's, it's a great product, it also creates a massive data protection black hole. And uh, every customer I speak to, when I mention Dropbox, they go, oh, it's the bane of my life, because most of them are IT people. And they, they've got problems with users using it. And again, it's a tool that adds value. It's often people who are more technically savvy. And you know, the executives go, I've got this tool. It's great. I want to use it. So they can't just stop it. They need to look at a replacement. So we have a product called uh, SafeSync. We have a consumer version. And we have a SafeSync for business, which is built for the enterprise. And it means that they can offer the users the same experience from, that they would get from a consumer-grade solution like Dropbox, but gives the enterprise the control over when, who has licenses, 
whether they can share data, whether they can't, um, and gives them that centralized control and scalability. And I think that's important that consumerization is driving change because the technology is simple, it's easy to understand, and people see benefit from it. So we need to build solutions that not only give the enterprise control, but at the same time give them the users the experience they would they they need to have. Because if you make it difficult and complex, they'll find an alternative way to do it. And that's why we are where we are, because most enterprise products are enterprise. They're technical, they're complex, they're often put barriers in the way of users. So having building solutions that answer the user's need of something simple that they understand alike, but also gives the enterprise control. I think answering that consumerization or how to embrace consumerization, we can do it both on the mobile device with our mobile security, it's called Trend Micro Mobile Security, and then for the data and how do you access and consume data, doing it securely with our safe sync for business product. And that enabling rather than preventing message is, is a really interesting one because it's one that security vendors have got wrong for a long time, isn't it? It's been about, the answer's always been no. Can I share? Can I work mobile? Can I take my data elsewhere? No. You know, can I use the device I like? No. And it's interesting to see now that vendors are realizing that actually the way to uh, the, the way to engage people is to say yes, and I'm going to help you by doing, as you say, replacing insecure applications or giving the control that's needed. So from a from a consumer point of view, though, initially, why why should I why should I bother using a, a dedicated or a specialist tool or suite of tools to to secure my device? Is there really a threat that I need to respond to at the moment out there? That's a very good question. I mean, I think we've, over many years, the security industry, we said, oh, this year there's going to be loads of malware on mobile. And I think we can say to, up to this point, it probably hasn't come in the wave we, we, the wave we expected. But as of Q4 last year, so the, uh, October to December, smartphones actually outshipped all of traditional PC shipments. So there's a huge number. And like any, any hackers or bad guys out there, they're, 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 they're driven by money. And they will go to the, 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 the lowest point of resistance. You know, it's where's, where's the volume? Let's go after that. So the volume of smartphones, and these, these devices, while they're called phones, they're, they're very powerful computers which have multiple ways to access them and huge amounts of uh, processing power. So they are an easy target. Um, so the fact that there's that many, the, the, the hackers and malware writers, they're motivated to exploit them. You know, all they're doing is transferring their, their, their focus from the traditional Windows systems to Android and iOS, mainly Android, but we can, we can touch that later if you want. Um, so we are going to see huge amounts of increase in malware. And we expect this year, based on the ramping of malware we've seen, to be about 130,000 unique samples of uh, Android-based malware. Well, let's, let's address that platform issue, because if I, if I pick up a Sunday newspaper that's got a technology supplement in it, and it talks about mobile security, nine times out of ten it's talking about people downloading malicious software or fake software from Google on their Android device, because that's getting a reputation as the place that you can put software without a high degree of inspection. But what about uh, BlackBerry and iOS? Those those stores don't have that reputation yet. And in fact, Apple's even got a reputation for being very, very awkward about you know how, how people can publish their software. Uh, does, does it apply to all platforms equally? I mean, if I buy an iPhone, am I not safer? Um, I would say, you know, you've got to look at where, where are the opportunities for exploitation. Um, the, the, the operating system, and I think everyone's got equal opportunities for vulnerabilities to be identified. 
Um, but the other one is apps. How software is coming onto the device. The software can carry malware. Now, where, where I, Apple is very strong is the fact that they're very stringent in terms of who developers, which developers can develop, and then when they're uploaded, being very careful about looking for any opportunities for malware to be embedded and what they, how they behave. So. BlackBerry is the same. Um, I think there's a, a lot less focus on BlackBerry from a developer's perspective. Um, so for me, as, as a vendor, and we actually did a study recently, um, which we did some independent analysts, and identified actually the BlackBerry is still probably the most secure platform, um, followed by iOS. Obviously, iOS is much, it's much easier to use. Uh, users, it's, it's the sexy device people want. Um, and there's a lot of apps, and it's easy to run. So that's probably the... the, the if, if you're looking at consumerization, it's probably the, the, the device of choice. Now, Android, while the OS is secure and it's well built, they've created a huge hole with the way apps are developed, and they don't do very stringent checks on developers. Anything can be uploaded. They've recently introduced Bouncer in February, which does do some element of malware scanning, and we have seen a reduction, but it's because of the huge volume of devices, people are easily allowed to upload malware to within apps. And unlike with any social engineering, people create, they, they can trick you into downloading apps that you don't know are malicious. And I think it's human nature. We've got that problem of, with Windows, it was next, 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 okay. With Android, it's yes, allow that, yes, allow that, yes, allow that. I don't mind if you send premium rate SMSs or dial premium rate numbers or give my GPS location and things. So it's the user, users also need to be aware that they need to be very careful about when they accept on an app for the app to do certain things, they need to make sure that they understand what that could potentially mean to them. And so you guys are jumping in to provide a layer that when users get that wrong, you can sort of intercept that malware. And, and just talk to me a little bit about what happens. What's the user experience if I do, let's say I, I download a fake Instagram, because we've, we've mentioned that several times now about an app that's been sort of cloned in the, in the Android store. Um, if I download a piece of malware, like a fake application, and it's going to do something malicious, but I've given it all the permissions, I've done yes, 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 as you said, what's the, what's the experience? What happens? Well, I mean, if there, if, there, if, if there is malware in there and they haven't got any, any malware, anti-malware security on the device, most, most of the time the experience is it'll either collect the data that it's been required to do or it'll, it'll be remotely controlled in the way it's been designed to. So often with any, with any malware, it, needs to, it wants to reside on the device for as long as it can without being detected and do the things that it's been designed to do. What about, though, if your product jumps in? What if I've, I've installed your security solution? So how, does, how do I become alert to that? And, and, and also, how do you detect malware with so many variations out there? How do you know that you're going to get a good hit rate? That's a good question. So we have, we have two ways of protecting the, the users. So we can look at signature base, which is the old traditional way of doing things. So we'll look, does, does, this, does this have malware embedded? If so, either uh, notify me in quarantine or delete the, the app entirely. Um, but it does need some user intervention based on the, the operating system. Now, we also have a technology called uh, web reputation. Now, a lot of updates to malware is delivered via the web. Um, so we will look for any websites out there that potentially harbor or do harbor malware, and we will stop users going there. So if their device, they click on a link or a piece of software is trying to connect to a web server, if we see that as a, a bad location based on our reputation, we will stop them going there. So we can protect the, the threat at source. Um, maybe it's a command and control, or maybe it's a software update to an app to do the, put the functionality into it. Um, so we can block at source and also identify the, the, if it has malware in the app itself on the device. And that, that final piece is when, 
when you have when you have something malicious on the device, even though it's there and it's trying to do something unpleasant, if it's trying to pipe your data off to a server somewhere because you've probably recognised that that server is associated with malicious behaviour, you can block that connection. Absolutely, yes, because a lot of these web servers that hold the malware, they're also the command and control destination. So the control comes out and says, upload this maybe it's done 20 minutes mic recording in a meeting and it's piping that up to a, a server we could say well that's we know that's a bad threat so that connection will be blocked from happening based on the the, the web reputation services just shifting quickly into enterprise um, a lot of conversations here today with people who are uh, talking about either securing the entire device at a very low level and controlling every aspect of it or alternatively giving up on the device and just creating sort of secure containers that their application operates within and it's, it's noticeable that there are two distinct approaches and they tend to be one for sort of the uh, one of the very security conscious organisations and others that are probably have a sort of more typical organisations that are having lots of bring your own device and that sort of thing where people are bringing, bringing their own hardware on site. How, how would you sort of uh, explain Trend's approach uh, in, those, in that context? Okay, I mean, we, we've certainly understand why consumerization has happened. And I think for all vendors, we need to, un we, we need to think about that. For any technology we develop in the future is we cannot make it complex. We cannot change the way users behave too much away from the norm. Otherwise, they'll bypass and do something else. So as you said, there's two camps. There's that containerization that's very much, it's a different zone and you do your work here and the rest is your personal device. We actually believe that's probably the wrong way to go. In the respect, it requires somebody to do an action which they're not familiar with, and it frustrates them and annoys them. It's my device, why are you doing that? So our approach is how can we create a, a safe, uh, how can we create a single device and use it as you do, um, but give enough controls that it meets the policy of the business, but doesn't affect the user experience too much that they then circumvent that and do something else instead. Because we've got to remember that technology is very fast, moves very very fast and users are a lot more tech savvy especially the younger generation and they will very quickly find an alternative way of doing what they want to do if you stop them from doing it so that's the, that's certainly our direction at the moment is to look at making keeping the user experience as close to what they have now as possible and James uh, obviously we can find Trend Micro on the web but can you just give us a few product names if, if people want to find out more specifically about your mobile products rather than the fuller range what should they search for Absolutely. So our, our mobile products are named uh, Trend Micro Mobile Security. The consumer one is uh, has for Android on the on the end, so it's Trend Micro Mobile Security for Android. And our enterprise product is just named Trend Micro Mobile Security, and it integrates into our existing Office Scan management platform. Our data synchronization solution for the consumer is just called SafeSync, and the the business stroke enterprise version with all of the enterprise controls is called SafeSync for Business. I'll be checking them out, James. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.